computer wants to do. All right, y'all, this is another Trent Knox show. Uh, for those of you who are tuned in on Twitch, YouTube, or Periscope, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the live episode of this podcast. You know, today I want to talk about, you know, stress and I you know the title of uh the title of this podcast is rest and relaxation and um I wanted to I did a I did a podcast uh, a solo cast that I didn't put out because I felt like I was trying too hard to describe my my understanding of what I believe to be identity and I don't think that everybody would want everybody who thinks about identity thinks about it in the same way that I do or has my perspective and and it does it does kind of keep me kind of uh fomoing about not putting it out because the potential that someone has gone through a situation like me in in their life and um and maybe they would benefit from my perspective or what I I expected on identity um I just didn't I didn't feel I didn't feel right putting it out I I felt like um, a lot about what I was talking about about politics and and um, and my life experiences and family friends acquaintances uh, and how that has shaped my identity I wasn't wasn't what I wanted to be it wasn't necessarily something that I wanted to be comfortable airing out or putting out there on the record so I, uh, I I have that episode. It may or may not come out later in a later time after it's been edited or something like that, but we'll see. Um, but today is all about rest and relaxation. Uh, I kind of got forced to take this day off because, uh, y- you know, I had to be conscientious about my surroundings and conscient- conscientious about my, my, my family and whatnot. And today was just one of those days that, you know, you you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Uh, you, you're you having a struggle to, to get, get going, and this is one of those days. Uh, I, let me, let me kind of give you a reason why. Uh, last night, uh, somebody got into a car accident, uh, and, you know, God bless, hopefully they're fine. And they hit a transponder and blew out the power for four hours, uh, or maybe maybe three hours. It was it was some time uh, last night, and the whole house, uh, air conditioning, all the power was out, so it was it was baking inside of the house. I live I live in Texas, so it was really humid. Uh, there's no electricity, so no no ability to turn on anything. Uh, but my first concern was uh my grandmother who i live with uh she works uh in the morning uh she gets up at like 5 30 in the morning and i thought oh no power went out alarm clock is not going to go off because she's you know uh old school still using an alarm clock 
And so I went and I, I uh, knocked on her door, woke her up. I said, "Hey, uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to set your alarm clock on your cell phone because." The, the powers went out and your clock is going to be reset and your alarm's not going to go off in the morning to wake you up to go to work. So she said she didn't know how to do that. So I did it for her and I set the alarm clock so that she would be able to wake up and go to work and, um, and be okay. So I think that since I wasn't able to get any sleep and I was, uh, I had stayed up late, um, listening to, to other podcasts and whatnot and, and, uh, ended up staying up and watching a couple other live streams. Uh, and it was about three or four o'clock in the, in the morning and, and, or maybe, maybe just two, I, I don't remember. I remember waking up and like kind of like not being rustling in my sleep and not being able to wake up or not being able to go to sleep and get good sleep. I'm still haven't slept really well, but, uh, I wanted to, I need, I had things that I needed to do that weren't work related that I needed to get done today. Um, but I was just fighting and struggling and, and you know, my, my, um, I was mentally upset at myself today for being lazy and not grinding as hard as I possibly can, you know, hustling till you fall to fall on your on your ass. And I guess that's kind of what happened was that I was, you know, hustling, trying to get the cash for the past uh, week, week and a half, uh, you know, straight working every single day doing either Postmates or Instacart to get that money and get that bag and put it together, you know, for the upcoming bills and potentially growing and building from building out the equipment that I have for podcasting, uh, making it a better, an overall better experience for myself as I'm creating this content, uh, that I'm, I'm doing is like podcasts, live streams and whatnot. And my mind is just always racing and thinking about the next place to get leverage to um, to be able to you know get get some sort of accomplishment done and whether that's you know focusing on playing Apex Legends or you know focusing on doing a podcast, focusing on work, focusing on social life, just uh, looking for something to, to, to satisfy that, that drive, that urge to always be productive. And, um, I, I talked about this on a previous episode of the podcast about productivity versus idleness. And I guess there's a point at which you you get to the point at which your body gets your body situations the world uh you hit the limitations that that your environment has for you so once you reach those limitations your body may start depreciating your your physical endurance might go down and you can continue press 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 
uh, and keep on doing your best. And, and, and the whole objective, I guess, is to uh, um, the di- not diversify, but uh, innovate is good, maybe that's the word for it, where you just improve on on your ability to manage your physical well-being, your emotional well-being, and all those things that go into being uh, at your A-game and achieving all of the things that you want to accomplish. And... So today, I had to take a day off because I just mentally was uh, kind of not in the place to go out and drive all day and be concerned about how I'm going to achieve the objective today. And it and I have the itch to go out and work and 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 win at the game of Postmates and Instacart, but the game just keeps changing. Um there are they they keep on doing patches and updates on the Postmates and the Instacart app and the changes create inconsistencies where you kinda just have to sit back and that's I guess why I'm in this in this in this place of relaxation and uh, rest and relaxation is because now I have to sit back and I have to see how the adjustments are made with these new patches and updates to Postmates and Instacart. Uh, and also, you know, I'm kind of disappointed in myself because while I'm kind of resting and relaxing, I could be achieving other objectives that I have set aside from those two uh, main focuses of Postmates and Instacart. I could be having my car detailed so that I can do Uber as well. I could be, I could be doing, I could, like uh, one objective that I feel like I accomplished today was fixing the Austin Lavin local website because it's been down for I don't know how long. It's been down for a while since I had uh, the domain re-registered and I had to do a domain transfer from from uh, GoDaddy to Google Domains. And then so I've had this... I didn't even know that this problem was occurring, so I've had no contact... I've had no emails coming in from the Austin Live and Local uh, platforms. And then like today's the first day that that the emails are coming back through because it, the, the MX records weren't set correctly. So this whole past four months, the 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 website's been down and I didn't even I didn't even know I would I ha, I had just put Austin Live and Local on a back burner uh 
because I was so focused on reorganizing my life after what had happened last year in the in the the fourth quarter of 2018 because the fourth quarter of 2018 for me was a really hard personal uh a person it was a real big personal struggle and i had put myself in situations where i wasn't working i wasn't working in my best interests i was i was trying to do things but they were just not working and the communication with people wasn't working it was i was doing so many things that i don't do anymore i don't do it the way that i was doing it before and while i was trying to communicate with people who could have helped me i think they understood i think that they were uh they were concerned about concern they 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 weren't they weren't even thinking about me like the people that were concerned and thinking about me were the people that i was interacting with in an in the wrong way in that i was i was spending time with people that weren't working towards my best interests what's up bay life at i'm recording a podcast right now about uh about my work about instacart and postmates and uh some of my my uh my other media work that I do, uh, like post, uh, like Austin Live and Local is a press outlet of mine. Cyber City Media is uh, another outlet, and um, and then there's also Trent Knox TV, which is basically my life and what I got going on today. Like I was just talking about, well, I took the day off, and I'm just talking about kind of the interpersonal relationships that I have with my my friends my family my acquaintances my online friends my uh people my the people who watch my twitch periscope and youtube uh people who listen to the podcast uh just kind of get getting them up to date about where i am at because i got to relax today today take a day off uh and and relax sort of uh, because my mind's still racing around, trying to to figure out how I can get the next opportunity, be be on the next level. Uh, whether that's you know being a being a live streamer, a podcaster, a vlogger, uh, uh, Instacart driver, a Postmates driver, an Uber driver, um, figuring out what will work best for me. To be able to maintain a lifestyle, uh, be able to pay my my bills, you know, something like my my car payment, which that's honestly kind of like just a just just to remind me of where I'm at, you know, I'm kind of behind behind the eight ball because I made some poor decisions when I was younger about getting getting into car loans and making financial decisions that 
didn't benefit me for a long time. It wasn't until, you know, maybe this year or last year that kind of I got the mentality to work harder uh, on on not overdoing what not overdoing the wrong thing like you know uh not getting involved with people that weren't that aren't always that not trying to be aware of how people can affect your your life negatively so interacting with people like um that that don't do a lot of the things that you do so if you like video games or you like rap music or you like country music or whatnot you kind of need to be able to defer diversify which is what i like to i like to find people who are who are not like me maybe to like improve myself improve the the, the knowledge of what i know but then sometimes that can backfire and they they may think that you're you're making fun of them or you're um you're making fun of them or you're not you're not you're not like them so then they either like they treat you differently than they would put, treat someone who is just like them like they don't see the perspective of that someone's trying to do something new but anyway so so yeah, I'm trying to figure out on this day that I have off what my next opportunity is, whether that's focusing on what should I focus my mind on most? Is it, you know, the the goals that are set within Postmates and Instacart and the game that Postmates and Instacart are or Uber if I go and focus on the goals of Uber? Or do I look and focus on live streaming, podcasting, doing those things? And this is just, a, this is a gamble, you know, live streaming, doing podcasts, because you never know when it's going to pay off. You never know when you've streamed enough hours, you've got enough followers, you've got enough of a portfolio to to be recognized by the platforms like Twitch, YouTube, Periscope, uh, Facebook, all these media distribution platforms. And if you when people it's when people start to recognize not people, but when the platforms start to recognize you as a content creator or someone who could provide that platform value, uh it that that uh that's good but it's a grind to get there and not i don't necessarily know i don't necessarily know that the grind on something like live streaming doing podcasts being a vlogger a content creator, a media producer is easier or harder than being um, a day laborer. You know, 
a, that's that's essentially what it is. It's either a media producer or a day laborer, somebody who who washes cars in the service industry. You know, the entertainment business versus the service industry. They're they're kind of the service industry and the entertainment business kind of go hand in hand, right? Uh, that's why, like in LA, like the the cliche is that. You know, you work your you work at Starbucks, and then maybe you get you get uh, discovered by um, by an agent, or discovered by a manager, and those managers or agents work for an agency or a management company that gets you in the right place, at the right time, in order to give you an opportunity to be successful in the entertainment industry but you have to piggy while you're while you're while you're working towards that you have to make an income a living doing some sort of work you know unless they unless well unless you are not like me and you didn't make the mistake or or you didn't you didn't take advantage of an opportunity in college because for me I went to college for media production film production at the University of Hawaii and I almost didn't graduate because I couldn't pass the language courses I had to have my 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 family help me out more specifically my mom towards the end because I wasn't able to write the papers on my own with 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 uh, I could I couldn't I couldn't I needed someone to peer check the the papers, you know, and I had no friends, I had no I had no acquaintances, I had no one at that level with me, you know, and I I managed to get through the program. I graduated from the Academy of Creative Media at the University of Hawaii in 2015, but at the same time, it didn't really matter if I graduated because the program didn't provide me with any opportunities once I graduated. There was like, there was the, I mean, I I did the internship for Hawaii Five O in my senior year that was supposed to be the stepping stone for me to get into the industry, but I couldn't afford to stay in Hawaii and. I couldn't afford to, you know, move to LA and then just make my life out there because like I said before, I made a lot of mistakes as a as a young person. And those mistakes have haunted me to this day. And my ignorance because I'm dumb, I'm not I'm not that smart. I mean, at this time I'm a lot more smart than I was before. But when I was a kid, I was dumb. I was ignorant. I was naive. I made these mistakes that a young, a young man shouldn't make. You know, being well aware of the consequences of interacting with anyone, being in any shape or form, communicating physical with anyone, and I mean it. It make people will think what they think. You know, and I realized this from. Uh, a live stream when I first saw live streaming uh, this guy he was doing this show called this is Mason and it was this guy Mason Reed and he's doing a social experiment on Ustream and that was the first time I ever saw live streaming I think I think it might have been the first time 
I remember it's the first time I ever watched it. That was 2009, I think, or maybe 2008. And I just really enjoyed watching that show. And that kind of got me into watching live streams. But it wasn't until about 2011 or 12 that I personally got into it. And I did it in 2011 and that was on Ustream that I did that I did that show and the 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 negative feedback that I got from my family and it was weird cuz my grandfather you know he he got angry at me for for you know saying things being pub you know being a a public person on Twitter, he was like tweeting at me saying like, watch what you say, do what, you know, and it's like, it's not like I didn't know that myself, but like I can't have my own opinions or something like that. It's like, I don't know, social media, whatever, but like, especially when, you know, you have older individuals looking out at you all the time, looking over you, always like, you know, on, you know, pers- per- putting their perspective in the world and their perspective isn't is is just you like it's your parents or your your friends or your acquaintances your teachers your colleagues the ones that look at you and at first and pers- and create this perception of what is right and wrong but they don't know and then i think that oh man i just wish that i never stopped i wish i never stopped in 2011 but it was because of my stepdad and my mom who who limited my 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 thinking on this and made me fearful and made me scared it was and i don't know why i have no idea why i've i can't i can't understand because i was so ahead I was so ahead of the of the of the game then. It would, for me, like I was 18 years old, man. I can't believe it. I mean, there were a lot of other people who were more ahead of ahead of it than me. But this was like before IRL streaming was IRL streaming in 2010. I or 11 2011. I was live streaming and doing this exact same thing out of my dormitory, and. It was way different back then, and I was using a laptop. A old, it was my like ASUS laptop, and uh, I wish I had those videos still. I wish they were still, I wish they were still available. I had uh, put them up on on YouTube. I think I put it up on YouTube. I had a website. I had a website. I was doing blogs. Uh, it was like, it was like, for me, it was like something crazy but obviously there had already been i think perez hilton was already big i know i know that you know ashton kutcher had a big twitter um back in that day 2011 2010-ish and i never used twitter back then all the people that i you know were in the dorm used twitter to like communicate with each other and I, I i didn't even know i didn't really even know about things like that back then 
back then my 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 understanding my perspective on social media was like i played games on social media back in that back in that day on social media i played two games i played maybe more than that actually back in the day you used to play uh back then back then not back in the day back then you used to play farmville you used to play uh you used to play mob uh mafia mafia on there you used to play um used to play this car game i forgot what the car game was but like you got a car it kind of looked like those chevron cars with the eyes and stuff like that but i can't remember what that game was called but back then man things were way different you like social media had like a gamified to it and that kind of has gone away like the whole world words with friends was big for a while uh draw with me or whatever but like now those type of things are not as like in whenever i see people on twitch or on youtube or whatnot they're not talking about how they're interacting with other people on a on a game like that draw draw with me or any of those type of things everybody's playing like clash of clans everybody's doing like everybody's doing like competitive gaming like but not at that you you know nobody's playing those like click games those story-based games really on on facebook or social media as a social game like i remember when when i was doing that like invite my friends and you get you'd get bonuses for inviting your friends for playing the game but i don't even need i don't remember if there was even anything such as microtransactions back then but i was playing that i was playing world of warcraft and that was you know i graduated from high school then i went and did the did the i I didn't even play i really just played madden and i really played fifa i played call of duty my freshman year in 2011 but i was doing the i was doing uh doing the blog and the and the thing and i wrote a couple different pieces and I wish I still had that stuff. I wish I still had that website. But it, it just, it's gone. And um, I was learning so much. I'm surprised I didn't get into blockchain currency back then. I was so close to getting to that too. I was so close to getting invested in blockchain back in 2011. Before all of this. Before all of all of what it is today and i think it's a bit a bit strange obviously that i am where i'm at today as far as like kind of stuck maybe mentally or physically or emotionally stuck it's kind of the way that i feel think that I think that a lot of the things that I didn't do in the past you know it's hindsight's 2020 you know if I had made that if I had if I really had worked as hard as I could and at that time I didn't see any like I was just doing it I was just doing it there wasn't this uh the monetization that there is today now there were a lot of other folks there i mean there are a lot of other folks out there you know that will come from the original justin tv days and um 
There's a lot of folks who came off of Ustream from back in the day that uh, that have you know put in the put in the work. The life, their lives were different. The whatever they were doing was different from what I was doing. I'd never played a video game like Twitch. For me, the the community of people who play games and stream them. That that didn't even that didn't even click with me until 2013, I think. 2013 is the first time time I ever saw someone stream a, a a game live. Now I'd seen YouTube, I'd seen YouTube gaming videos and whatnot, but I had never seen anybody live stream game footage until 2013, which is crazy because I would have thought I'd seen it before, but. I guess there was like a real small group of people who were doing that. Or maybe it was just like the discoverability of people streaming games was wasn't there. I don't I don't really remember. But anyway, this is a whole long long story about to explain basically that, you know, that it's a gamble to to get into the entertainment industry and a lot of the times when I bet my coin on the inter- entertainment industry, I lost or got a lot of negative feedback. A lot of negative negative feedback. More so now, I'm getting a lot of positive feedback. But at the same time, it's like I remember when people were saying things, and maybe I'm just like, maybe I was being a pussy about it, and I wasn't being, you know, I wasn't standing my ground, you know, about how I I had this. I had this wild. I didn't have the full conception of it. Now I kind of do. I get it. Like at this, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm a little bit too late to the party. You know what I mean? At this point in time, because you know there are gonna be people. There's gonna be people who come out with new things. There's gonna be people who who understand what's new. What's gonna be the next trend? People who can can get to the get to it quicker uh you know be successful they're going to utilize their you know financial resources or or their uh artistic abilities to get there um and you know i, I really hope that those people are successful and i I, ho- I hope that they they're great at doing it i just for my, my for me personally i feel disappointed in myself i wish I had not listened to the naysayers and and I wish I had heard the people who were being positive because back then, man, I was fighting the people who were being positive because the naysayers were my family. A lot of the time there were, there were some people who were like, what are you doing? You know, that weren't, weren't like related or anything like that. But like the people that mattered to me most, my family were not being supportive of me back then back then when i started that vlog when i did the live streams when i was on on the on the internet creating content but i did that wasn't even that wasn't even what it was that that that's not even the way that i conceptually thought of it back then i was just doing something i hadn't been doing anything why you know at the time and then everything went downhill everything Uh, they wanted to suppress 
too much. They 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 not not they, but I didn't have the guidance, and I think that I think that that's what people are looking for today in in live streaming and in um, in management in agency. They're looking for someone with the guidance to say to to understand the the negativity that can come from being uh, being told that you're not good enough that you're 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 not being what people want you to be but that's not what's that's not how people become successful people become successful by doing things that are out of the ordinary that are that are are extraordinary that are creative that are new that is something that people didn't see coming you know the coolest thing since sliced bread you know the invention of toilet paper the you know the tissue all the things that no one saw coming were the people who were most successful maybe not the most notoriety but financial social within their own circles whatever it may be and I think that I think that people new content creators that are coming out come are starting their 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 content creation it's become more socially acceptable to be a to be someone who makes videos you know maybe you know it's still a bit like you always get questioned about your your authority on the subject matter or your your validity or your integrity or these type of things like who are you how how like like in a negative way and then you have to kind of explain to people the the things that validate you as as a person in in the industry and i think that one of the things that the entertainment industry cannibalizes itself on is that a lot of people who have been successful in the entertainment industry uh, demonize the education system. That they think that these certain individuals who who are in the in the education system, uh, educating people on uh, on on film on social media on all these different aspects of of the entertainment industry are gatekeeping um and that all you need to do is get technical schooling or on the job training otj in order to to be successful in the in the, in the entertainment industry but that's just not true it's not it's not true the the issue now becomes is that these people who are in the industry who believe that otj is the way to get to being successful in the industry are gatekeeping 
against the people who who aren't socially connected don't have the communication skills that aren't prepared to be thrust into uh into notoriety or into into application-based work they're not prepared mentally for the struggles that come with it so then the industry is always on hiatus always destruct just destruct destroying itself and cannibalizing instead of there being and, and, and a certain demographic of people like to say that it's um, there's never ending opportunity however if the, everybody knows that in in Hollywood in the in the business in the entertainment business that it's all about who you know it's about it's about the perspective that other people have on you. It's about how other people's perception is of you. So if, if you if you're an actor, if you're a a vocal artist, an MP uh, MP3 player. <laughs> That's funny. That's a funny joke. Uh, if you're a if you're someone who is a musician or somebody, what I was laughing about and, and the joke that I, I just thought of was that anybody who's making music today and is in the game of the music industry is an MP3 player. But unless you're, unless you're, you know, older demographic, you wouldn't even know what an MP3 player is. I mean, an MP3 player is you might know what an mp3 is which is a data file but an mp3 player those things are becoming archaic it's like your cell phone your cell phone technically speaking your smartphone is an mp3 player but you wouldn't think of you wouldn't think about the file that way at least normal people who are not technically savvy wouldn't wouldn't be considering what an mp3 player is or not what an mp3 is let alone a wave file or high fidelity uh file but um i think it i think that breaking into the into the entertainment industry which twitch is an entertainment industry periscope youtube they're all forms or fashions of the entertainment industry is is a struggle and you could you know be you know, have gone to college, had on-the-job training, gone to technical school, uh, been born into a family of, of people in the industry, gotten lucky, any number of things, but never really find success. Uh, and it and it is true that success is determined. Success in the entertain entertainment industry is determined by your own perspective so if you're you know if you're someone who's you know values money more then the your success 
rate is going to be based on your finances and how much money you're making from from your art or from other people or helping other people make their own their art uh it could be also determined on you know resume based on your how like your notoriety your social status whereas whenever you start thinking about this in in other industries like maybe finance or or uh, manufacturing or uh, business science science kind of the same actually science is very closely related to the entertainment industry because you know or being an author because these kind of kind of fit into the entertainment industries the the more notoriety you have as a scientist as being right or being correct or being uh, scientifically well respected is essentially what validates a scientist you know what i mean uh or you know what an a developer or someone an engineer something like that the 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 notoriety of the success of your product but there are a lot of people who the out there who just find a happy medium and find where they feel like they've found balance and that they have enough to um to survive and live the lifestyle that they want to live i guess that comes to like a conclusion in my mind of that i'm hungry i'm an entrepreneur i'm never gonna be satisfied i'm never gonna have enough because there's always gonna be some new opportunity there's always gonna be a business thing that i can chase uh and and get get a get more more uh happiness because i i feel like i'm like in a weird place in between sadness and happiness right now where i'm sad in two ways i'm sad that i feel like i can't go get it like it's out of reach i'm sad about that but i'm also kind of sad that i'm overthink i'm overthinking it or i may be overthinking it i'm also like happy to have the opportunity to do it but i'm also kind of happy that they don't have it because that gives me something to do is go get it but at the same time do i have all the tools to go get it and if i if i got it what would i think about that would it be enough to to just have it or would i what i want but another thing that makes me happy is having something and then and then passing that down to someone else so that they can find happiness in it and that's i guess i guess that's, I guess that's why i like respect a lot of live streamers who are successful today because maybe they had seen my maybe they saw my stuff back when i i did it and i then i got rid of it maybe somebody saw it maybe they maybe they made something out of it maybe that's maybe that could be the case
maybe maybe I'm not alone. Maybe maybe people maybe people maybe people are like like understand what I'm where I'm coming from where they feel like that they're stuck. Maybe they feel like, you know, when when they're not at, when they're not at the, you know, highest levels of their entrepreneurial abilities, they feel like they're they're not enough or not, not they're not doing enough, they're not being good enough, great enough, excellent enough. Maybe maybe people feel like that and um maybe maybe one day there will be a place for people to to really get something from that and you know not have to pay $58 to go see Gary V one person you know to get empathy to get not have to pay to get happiness you know maybe there's a place that you can go that happiness is there and the cost of admission isn't um is equal or or the cost of admission is is equal or better than the the cost of admission is lower than the amount of expectation so so whenever you go to something you get you get happiness out of it instead of a state of depression where there's no you're gambling on the con on the uh, on the you, you everyone's constantly gambling on whether something something will bring that satisfaction you know and for me i think there's just pieces of of i'm i'm taking bits and pieces of conceptualizations and ideas from my di- from different influences and trying to 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 make something that's going to make me satisfied about the content that I create and I'm also thinking about what the gamble is for me you know especially since I'm on I want to be on four platforms I want to be on YouTube I want to be on Twitch I want to be on Periscope I want to be Wait, YouTube, Periscope, Facebook. I want to be on Facebook. I honestly would love to get MySpace back and live stream on MySpace. That's five. I want to be on all platforms live streaming. I want to be readily accessible. I want to be, I want people to learn from my mistakes, you know, that were existed. And I can talk about those mistakes, even though they weren't well documented, unfortunately, because uh people weren't telling me that people were always telling me that you have to be you know the online you're always supposed to be living your best life that you can never show the dirt the grind the you know the hard part of life the struggles the frustrations the problems that you always have to be giving your your the perfect imagery you know life's not like that life for well maybe that's life for other folks you know who grew up in you know with a family that had a million dollars and they could do whatever they want and there was no they had you know social they had people who were teaching them social skills uh that they were born without 
you know, limitations. They, they had no hindrances towards their success. You know, they had all of the opportunities in the world. Maybe those people are always positive and always, or maybe they're always negative and they're always destructive. You know, maybe they're always positive and they're always promoting. Maybe, you know, somebody with a trust fund, the never ending money, they could do whatever and they could, you know, help people just continually just pumping them full of money. You know, uh, I guess it's something that we, a lot, I think a lot of people think about, but I don't know. Honestly, don't know. I've never really sat down with enough people. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people who are struggling and they, they bring this up a lot. They bring up people like me who are struggling. I, I, I spend a lot of time with people who struggle. I don't spend a lot of time with people who don't struggle, who, who, who are living life, you know, and I, I've spent time with people who, who have no reason to struggle, you know. Maybe I have no reason to struggle. I mean, if, I, if I'm, you know, thinking about my life internally, if I, if, uh, if I knew more about myself, which I don't know that much, I, I know about 50% of, and this goes back to the identity thing, um, I know 50% of the person I am. And then the other 50, well, I probably only know 25% because I know 25% of what I believe I am. Then 25% is what the perspective of other people. And then there's just 50% of what I don't have any idea. Like I have no idea that the, that just it's like a black cloud that's always following me of, of information that I'm not aware of. So I'm sitting with 25% of the deck i'm i'm working with 25 percent of the deck and i'm trying to make my 25 percent look like 75 and i'm like barely making that happen and i feel like i have a headache or like i'm missing 75 percent of my my brain you know and because if i if i know if i if everyone knew more about I'm, there are a lot of people out there who know who their father, their mother is, their heritage down to the grain. They know everything about everything that ever happened in history because it's all recorded and down in books so that they, if they look back, they'd know exactly what had happened uh, in their in their, their ancestors and their history. And, you know, um, and they they have stories that are passed down through time. But my family doesn't seem to to, to do that. And it comes to an, uh, a point at which, you know, and, and mind you, there are a lot of people out there who are successful who have no idea who they are because God forbid their families disowned them. God forbid they were thrown out in the street. God forbid their, you know, their family, family died or something like that. I don't know. God forbid those things. But, um, which makes me very sad to think about that. Because I think I, I've met a lot of people who, you know, their their family died early. They're, uh, earlier in their lives, they never knew their, their biological family because for whatever reason, something went wrong. I don't know. 
and maybe that dep- maybe that's determined on perspective. Maybe, maybe that was the greatest thing that ever could happen to their, their them in their lives because their their family were addicted to drugs and alcohol or something like that, and not having them in the in the picture may have made for a better life. But that's that's not determining it in the present. That's determining it in the future. And unfortunately. No one can ever predict the future as, as well as we would like. I mean, we can speculate. We can, you know, gamble and speculate. We can work as we can do as much as we we can to 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 do things. We can, you know, try to be successful in different industries. We can try and build relationships with people we find. Um, that love us that are looking out for our best interests I um I just I just hope that I just wish that people like myself, like me, I wish I myself was a little bit more aware of how not to be as hard on myself because I think that would make it easier for me to be more physically fit, emotionally fit, um, you know, financially stable, mentally stable, all the things that kind of talk about to be, have stability in life, to feel like I'm, that, that, that we're not, I'm not always running downhill or, you know, I'm not always running downhill to a bottom, to the bottom and that I'm not working too hard to get to the top, you know, that I'm not in some sort of weird, you know, fourth dimensional spiral that just repeats itself over and over and over again. And then ultimately I'm actually getting somewhere that I'm not just streaming for no reason that I'm not just working service jobs that depreciate my personal, the person that I am and that you know, I'm not driving the wheels off of my car, that I'm not losing business assets, that I'm not making the wrong decisions in partnerships, that I'm making the right decisions and being being um, conscientious, being conscious of my decisions. Because a lot of the time... I feel like the gambles just constantly in life we're gambling and and the, no the people who struggle in life are constantly gambling the people who don't struggle in life aren't there's no reason they're not gambling because they already have the success they already know it they already and I say this but then I constantly am hearing these stories about these trust fund 
or uh, lottery winners or whatnot that have that, that, that have not that they couldn't find the thing they were looking for that it was just that they never felt quite enough uh, or they made poor decisions and it, and it took their lives in a different direction uh, than they had suspected it would. And maybe that's because of the balance of other people who are, you know, wealthy and they, they never, and those other people who are wealthy, their wealth was depreciated by, by the, the wealth of the, this person who became successful of, of, from the other thing. But maybe those people weren't perspective, didn't have the right perspective or they were, you know, trying to create, create conflict or chaos in a situation that needed more order. And I feel like a lot of a lot of what's going on especially in Twitch, I mean per- Periscope and YouTube, YouTube obviously, Periscope what is it? Like really I don't know, don't really see there's not even like a real discussion, there's no discoverability. Uh there's no like real opportunity off of that. Um kind of curious about IGTV and and Instagram live for cer- for certain Facebook live obviously there's a per- there's somewhere there's something there but not sure what it is there's mixer there's uh there's other platforms out there caffeine for live content creation but it kind of you know the the current successful place to do live streaming right now is Twitch some YouTube, YouTube's probably second Uh, but on Twitch the people who are currently successful at live streaming for like in real life content uh, just chatting personality streamers it's the toxicity the toxicity between the the inner the the circle of people who, who are in that in in the circle of success people who are successful at it there's no division that everybody is working together there's no conflict and there sh- there there needs to be a voice of of stop participating with each other if you believe that they're morally or ethically not working in the same way that you think that things should be done and there should be a conversation but twitch youtube periscope they should all be having a conversation publicly with their content creators so and it should be more professional uh in my opinion the people that they have deemed professional aren't successful there needs to be professional and successful those two things need to happen and they need to occur in order for somebody to be to be ideal i think there are people that they have chosen to be the spokespeople that don't represent the platform for instance like a dj wheat he doesn't he doesn't represent the platform more so maybe a dance game but i think that I think that the type of language that I think maybe it should be regional. I think that maybe 
maybe like there needs to be southern representation for i think that globally there needs to be representation but each different place has a different perspective uh maybe there needs to be collegiate collegiate representation but some way because these platforms are too damn strong they're too they're the the ability for these platforms to to um influence the the people based on numerics and analytics they're just too damn strong and they're having someone you know there needs to be some sort of political there needs to have some sort of discourse and uh it it needs to be it needs to be maybe that that twitch there needs to be some sort of platform where the content creators own the platform and that there's a public discussion of what that that it's employee owned or content creator owned and that the value that the 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 value that goes in is returned back to the content creators and that there's some sort of st- stability in the platform instead of instead of Amazon, Google, Twitter owning these these things uh privately there needs to be a public platform where the content creators own the co- the the company and the there there is a a voice you know and maybe that maybe that the the problem with with it all is that this digital apparatus um it doesn't i guess it doesn't really matter cuz we see that voter fraud and all kinds of things have affected the the analog system of the United States of America, the voting system, but there's got to be some sort of voting system and, and, and we don't have, and that, that the people who are speaking for the platform, whether that's Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter is reflectant of the, of the majority of the people on the platform. But whenever you have, if you just look at the numbers, if you just look at the numbers it doesn't the people who are speaking for twitch does not reflect the the content creators those people that re, that are speaking for the platform don't look like them don't talk like them don't act like them nothing about them reflects it so kind of bothers me you know and maybe that's because when i look at the content creators on the 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 people that are successful are not successful but speak for the platform they're from a different cut of the cloth when it comes to the universities system they're not they don't represent the system they don't represent the university system they let alone they don't represent Twitch YouTube Facebook any of that you know and they're putting more money in their pockets than they're putting out they're into the pockets of the people who are creating the content unless you're part of this you know underhanded bullshit ring of 
being possessed by an entity that doesn't reflect what's what's actually going on like you you why not be possessed by yourself why do you have to be signed to a uh, a manager or an agency that's not working out for your best interests looking out for your best interests and then you're supposed to you're supposed to you know sell out your community so that they'll go spend time with another person on your label that doesn't reflect your your interests that doesn't make sense to me doesn't doesn't make sense to me sense to me i'll take all the labels and throw them all in the garbage you know what i mean We'll make a new label. We'll do whatever. You know what I mean? Be six, make something successful out of something that doesn't, you know, doesn't exist already. Be an innovator. Be some, uh, being a, um, a trendsetter. Instead of following trends, be a trendsetter. Um, that's, that's what I'm aiming at. That's what I'm going for. Not everyone, you know, is cut out to be that. I uh, understand. But, um... A lot of people have to have two days of rest, rest and relaxation. A lot of people have to have a lot of people have to rest on their laurels. Have to be, you know, you know, they're not self sufficient. They're dependent on a system, you know. And I I feel that way all the time. I feel like I feel like I'm not independent enough. I, I feel like I, I wish I wish there was something that I could you know fall back on that met the whatever the numeric value of things are you know i think a lot of people are complaining i feel like i feel like a lot of people who are successful or from 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 i guess whose perspective i mean a lot of people talk about view count a lot of people talk about sub count a lot of people talk about uh donation count a lot of people talk about follower count whatever it is uh I think that people need to stop being so so uh complaining so bitching about being successful like I like their numbers you know their numbers are up they're they're not they're not you know in the bottom 3 they're at the top and they're not you know they're the number 1 number 2 number 3 number 4 number you know they're 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 up, they're fighting for position you know in the top 10 and and it's like, why are you complaining? Like, you should be humble. You should be uh, understanding of your, your situation, how successful you are. Maybe I'm complaining, but I don't know where. Like, I just don't have perspective. And I wish somebody would give me that perspective so I can understand. Because, you know, I might be in the top 10 of zero viewers. <laughs> and maybe I'm just looking at it from the wrong perspective, you know. Uh, the, the whole game's about to flip on flip on its head in June, which is interesting because that's something that Twitch Twitch is going to be doing. Uh, I think I'll post. I'm going to repost the keynote from Twitch and kind of give you guys an idea of what is about to happen. What what's really going to change the game? Because the system is about to be like a washing machine. Everybody's going to be throwing their coins in. Because Twitch is really the Twitch is really the epicenter 
of live stream. You know, there were there were a lot of there were a lot of things that pre uh, were predecessors to. I mean, um, is that right? The right word. There's things that there's a lot of things that came before Twitch. Um, you stream, live stream, uh, Periscope. There are a lot. There are a lot of live platforms that came before. Uh, chat roulette, you know, kind of. Um, but the, nothing has ever seen. No, not Amazon's the most successful company in the world. They're gonna put a lot of money behind this, and even if it's not as much as they think that you 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 should think they should put it behind it, they're gonna put a lot of money behind it, and um, it just seems like Amazon's betting really good. They're betting a lot of money on this, and. Uh, We'll see how we'll see how it turns out, because in June, just like I said, it's gonna be like a washing machine. You know, you you the features that they're bringing in June to Twitch are gonna change the game. Again, I mean they constantly game changing, but it's a lot of game changing they got going on. But they got the money. They got the money to make a change. You know, and uh, YouTube is just way behind. YouTube already has the features built in that I'm talking about. Well, they don't have the reverse features. The reverse features are interesting, uh, which allows someone to, to basically reverse the view count, reverse the follow count, follower count, find those, you know, discoverability, but creating, you know, creating a whole new, uh, a whole new auction house, a whole new. A whole new game. A whole new game. This Twitch is creating games. That's what they're, you know, they're in the business of creating IP now. Um, brand new. New stuff. And I'm glad that I got to sit on here and talk about this stuff because... I've really been, this is the type of stuff I've been thinking about, but I haven't really, really haven't thought it all out, and, and I appreciate you guys for tuning in to listening to this podcast. If you watched it live, thank you for tuning in, and then uh, if you were, you're watching this on the video on demand, either on YouTube, wherever you find this, um, go down in the link in the description below, you'll find all my social media links. You'll also see some gig economy opportunities. Also, you'll find financial resources and social media tools. And um, I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. And um, thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for following. Have a great weekend. And uh, as they've been saying, happy Easter.